and welcome to the very first podcast episode of Women, Wellness and Wisdom. We are Joanna Hamilton and Bracha Schneider, two Jewish mothers with nine kids between us and a wealth of experience, passionate about connecting, supporting and inspiring women through our podcast. We are delighted to welcome Michelle Barnett to the podcast. Michelle is founding director of Gift Charity. She has an undergraduate degree in psychology from Manchester University an MA in social work from Brunel University, and an MA in psychotherapy and counselling from Regent's College. Shocked by the volume of wasted food in supermarkets and restaurants and inspired by Rabbi Naftali Schiff's vision, gift started from Michelle's kitchen table in 2004, gathering excess bread from bakeries each week and redistributing it to struggling families whilst continuing her work as a probation officer. Michelle is married to husband Danny and has three children. I met Michelle through Setting Up Gift and we both know Michelle personally as a friend and our kids and families have been involved in gift activities. She is an extremely giving person in every sense of the word and she lives and breathes the concept of gift. Hi Michelle, welcome. We're so happy to have you here with us. Thank you. I'm so honoured to be here, on your, especially on your very first podcast. We wanted to start off talking about your career path because you were initially a probation officer, which sounds really interesting. Can you tell us a bit about what that involved? Thank you. Um, It was a really exciting and stimulating career, so varied and a real challenge, especially working with high-risk offenders, visiting them in prison, supervising them on release in the community, and working with them on their offending behaviour. Were you ever scared? Um, Yes, from time to time. I'd literally just left uni that was my first job so um to be working with murderers and paedophiles and rapists was uh quite daunting how many years um i worked for about 11 years wow i started just general uh general offending behavior with um um just normal offending medium risk offending but then eventually worked into worked in a high risk team why did you choose that the high-risk team. Or why did you choose that career path? Um, I think it was just such a different world to my world. Um, and um, I suppose I was hoping that I could affect change. which So it started to, there. <laughs> turned yeah. out to be a little bit more tricky than uh, I expected. But uh, it did was you amazing. Find it, did you find it rewarding? Um, I loved, I loved it. I loved the work. I loved the, that it was just such a different world, that it was exciting, that it was so varied. We, um, had to write court reports, speaking in front of the court to a judge about, um, about the offender, um, work with them in the community, visit them in prison. It was just, it was just a totally different world. Um, what I found really frustrating was, the end of the day, most of these people had a lifetime of offending behaviour, and uh, there was a couple of families that um, their parents and grandparents had been clients in my probation office. Oh my gosh! Um, and there was kind of like no chance for them. It was just very, very, very hard to affect any change. Hmm. So that was kind of the frustrating element to it. Did you see any changes? Was there anyone on you? No, you wouldn't have. Would you have seen change? No, I. Um, some of the peop- some of the murderers who'd been in prison for like 20, 20 odd years, um, a couple of them 
really had changed their lives around. Um, one through religion, he, he converted to, he was a born again Christian mm. and he just couldn't wait to do what he could. You know, he just literally turned his life around. Um, and in fact, when I started with Gift, and um, we had food to distribute. We had we had loads of bread and bagels. He actually worked for. Um, he used to actually distribute food in town. And when we had surplus bagels, we used to give it to them wow. to his uh, community, and they used to go around distributing. And I was I was just hoping he would come across someone Jewish and give them some kosher bagels in town. <laughs> um, but. Uh, on the whole, Love it was that. very difficult, um, but uh, it was still an amazing career. So why did you decide to change careers and join this startup charity? Um, well, around 16 years ago, a group of us got together um, to start GIFT, headed by Rabbi Naftali Schiff. Um, we all felt very passionate about starting a grassroots charity where our young kids could volunteer, be hands-on, and where in a culture where kids are so focused on themselves, we could educate and inspire them to be more giving and outward focused in their everyday lives. Um, I'd always been involved in Jewish, the Jewish community growing up in B'nai Kiva, and I felt at this stage of my life that I could possibly be, be more impactful and make more of a difference working with GIFT than affecting change with um, the murderers and paedophiles that I was working with. <laughs> so tell us a bit how, about what's involved in setting up a charity how did it evolve? How did it grow? So I, I feel that GIFT kind of grew organically. Um, we formed that committee, as we just spoke about, and we brainstormed ways that we could impact the community, um, I think, in the most effective way. Um, and then each subcommittee focused on a different project. I remember talking about food collection at that very first, uh, one of those first meetings, uh, there was another subgroup that talked about um, that worked on getting recipient families, recruiting volunteers. Um, and at first, we were all volunteers. And then, after a while, we hired our first part time employee. I think that was mainly to fundraise and apply for grants so that we could cover our expenses. And then, we needed trustees, a treasurer, accountant. Um, and then we had to apply for charity status. It started with the bread, um, and then do you remember we went out? Um, look, we we went out the two of us at midnight one night to collect surplus food from a function. Oh yeah, how did I? I can't remember. Well, the caterers the caterers said to us, "We got we came there. We were so excited. We got dressed up, turned up at midnight, and the caterer said." you don't think we're going to give you all our leftover food, do you? It's been sitting around since five o'clock this afternoon. Do you have a refrigerated van? Are you going to give it out right now? And uh, we had all these plans and all these good, all these good intentions. And then we kind of, it was all thwarted because we didn't have a refrigerated van. Um, they wouldn't, the caterers wouldn't work with us because they didn't want their reputation or they didn't want anyone to get ill. Um, so that was kind of quite tricky. But the, the kind bread of is... around. But the bread, because it wasn't cooked perishable food, that kind of carried on. That was fine. And then a number of years, maybe five years after that, we started with um, with the food, the gift boxes. Yeah. And then collecting um, proper food, non dry, non-perishable food that we could distribute. So did you ever imagine gift would become this big in the Jewish community? 
Um, I didn't actually, um, but we just came up with more and more initiatives. Volunteers wanted to get involved. Um, and unfortunately, there were more and more recipient families who needed our support. And kind of one thing led to another. And we're as we are, which is amazing. I think maybe being part of um, Jewish Futures meant that we were in that building. We were pushed up. Tully is quite a visionary. Yeah. Um, and I think he just pushed it. Um, and uh, Howard, who's our co-chair, co-chairperson, was always always was also very interested in stats. How much more are we increasing? How many more volunteers do we have? How many more sessions? I suppose the two of them kind of really pushed um, us to expand um, and get better and better stats, more more volunteers. What does GIF currently provide? We've spoken a bit about it, but. It's huge what it provides. Can you tell us, like... So, um, I think GIFT, um, in the past, as people have only known it for its for our food bank, but um, our focus is actually quite different now. Um, so, I would f start with saying that GIFT provides a stimulating and powerful education and multimedia curriculum for students, children, YPs, the community focus on changing attitudes to giving. Um, then, as we've just mentioned, I'd also say that we provide an opportunity for the community to engage in meaningful volunteering opportunities from packing, delivering food, support packages, to tutoring, helping in family homes, um, and visiting patients and residents in hospital and care homes. Um, and that we feel that the education together with the volunteering experience will really succeed in shifting attitudes to giving. And through, through those aims, um, the less fortunate, those less fortunate in our community will hopefully be posit positively supported in a huge way. Um, currently, food-wise, we're giving out over 13,000 support packages every year, consisting of dry food, chalas, um, bread, fruit and vegetables, and special yom tov packages. Um, but the impact of our work, changing attitudes to giving, we feel will not only impact our recipient families, but ultimately every charity, every community, and everyone by creating a more giving society, better parents, better spouses, and better people in general. So it's more about teaching people how to give. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because at the beginning it was focusing on, yeah. Yeah. That's that's been quite a big change. I that would has say. been quite a big shift, um, and there's a lot of work on that. You go into loads of different schools. Our our kids have been part of it. Yeah, and our educate. We've got an education team, and they are absolutely incredible. They are. Um, <laughs> Rabbi Ram Ziedman puts together the most incredibly creative sessions. We sat down on Friday and um, heard. He just went through probably around 50 or 60 of his different set of different sessions he's created um, from hands-on to lectures to tochniot to sessions to just the creative ability is just unbelievable um, and then we have Shira Joseph who runs in also runs incredible sessions um, particularly in secondary schools um, She's she's put together a program called Time to Give, which um, gets um, sixth formers learning about different skills that they can use um, in the community. Um, she takes them out to the homeless, 
makes sandwiches, makes sandwiches for the homeless, um, learns about um, mental health, um, clowning in hospitals, just all different skills to really um, equip young people with the skills they need to to give in society. Um, and um, then we've also Shoshana Dresner, um, <laughs> um, has um, groups, Khaburas, and um, she runs lunch and do sessions in schools. And um, she also runs, we've got an amazing program of Bar Bar Mitzvah yeah. um, sessions to really inject meaning um, into the Bar Bar Mitzvah experience. experience. So how did you balance raising a family with your role? Haha, <laughs> I'm not easy. Um, I'm quite addicted to my work as I love it so much. Um, so it's been really hard to tear, it is really hard to tear myself away from the office. Um, when my kids were younger and when Gift was based at my home, it was slightly easier in a way. Um, then they could be part of everything I was involved in. The food packing was in my kitchen. Um, their bar and bar mitzvahs were gift events too. Um, um, every function we went to, I had to stay behind and collect the surplus food. Um, I can't say they never got frustrated, but in other ways, they've grown up immersed in the chesed, which is has to be a good thing. Yeah, I love that. So what is your vision for the future of gift? Um, my vision for gift is for us to have the funding to grow and expand to more schools, universities and communities. Um, for everyone who's exposed and touched by gift to be that much more um, moved to be a giver, to appreciate what they have and to be inspired um, to give to others at every opportunity. Have you seen that? Have you seen that the people that you have seen that, haven't you, that the people you've given to have given back? It's like a... Yeah, um, it's a circle. in a big way, not only, not only the, um, not only those in school, um, that are exposed to our sessions um, have shifted their attitude to giving. And um, I see it in the volunteers. When people are volunteering with in a really meaningful um, placement, um, it just changes the whole experience of life. They, they start appreciating um, what they have. And it feels really good to give, so I think it just kind of changes. But but and not only not only the volunteers, but the families that we give to, um, they're so grateful, and we get such um, amazing letters from them. And a recent letter from some from one of the families, she said um, that she wishes a, there will be a time when she too can donate food um, into the gift boxes rather than you know receiving help i think i think people obviously i think people prefer to be givers than takers um and i think just being giving is is just a pleasurable experience i think it's just a spiritual experience and i mm. just uh i think we can kind of open people's eyes to the experience of giving so what is your philosophy on giving um i love Pearl Banish's quote on giving, um, to give is to live. Mm. And Amazing quote. I just kind of feel when I'm giving, I just simply feel more alive. Okay. She was a Holocaust yeah. survivor, wasn't yes. she? Yes. 
So, you know, even during the camps, even during the most terrible, terrible situation, um, she, there were just incredible stories about giving, even when people had nothing, mm. tiny crumb of bread. There were just most inspiring stories about um, how they were happy to give or to share. Um, did she write? She wrote a book, didn't she? I think to vanquish the yeah. dragon. Yes, Naftali always talks yes. about yes. it. Beautiful book. Yeah. What are you most proud of? Um, I think I'd say that I'm very proud of how my kids have turned out so far. Um, parenting is one of the hardest jobs in the world, and maybe it's despite us. But um, I'm really proud that my kids have turned out so special and such good kids yeah. and so giving. That's it could be very different. <laughs> I think that's everyone's dream, isn't it? Yeah, it is one of the hardest. They're not perfect. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but uh, but they're they're good, really good kids, and I'm really proud of them. So, have you got any advice to women seeking balance? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. Um, I think it's a constant struggle. Um, saying no and having boundaries is quite important for balance, and I haven't yet mastered that. <laughs> what have you learned about yourself? Um, I've learned that I'm a bit of a control freak <laughs> um, and I like to know what's going on in all aspects of gift at all times. Um, on a positive note, I think I've learned that I'm quite good at getting things done. I'm quite tenacious and passionate and will always find a way to make things happen. And you've made something very big happen. <laughs> Thank you. We're now going to ask five questions that we're going to ask every woman we interview. What is your favourite book? Uh, I think my favourite book is called Talking to God by Naomi Levy. I don't know if you've ever come oh, across no, that. No. Um, it's a stunning book with a chapter on every possible life event or experience, um, thanking God or asking God for help in that area. And it's just, uh, just find it so spiritual and connecting. Like, give an amazing. example. What do you mean? Um so, well, obviously, when I went to find the book this morning, <laughs> it disappeared because my husband was uh, had decided to clear out all the books in the house and give oh, them to yeah. a charity shop. So, so um, someone is going to be reading this book. I think budget. I had about five copies, so five, five people okay. are going to be. Yeah. Um, um, I'll give you an example. When my mum was ill um, and in surgery, there was a prayer for... There's a prayer to say when someone, a loved one, is in surgery. It's literally, you can't kind of believe the amount of scenarios that it has. Um, and it's just a prayer. And it just asks God to give the surgeon um, wisdom and knowledge and insight and skill and to bless the surgeon while they're operating on your loved one. It's just literally every possible scenario um, when someone you're close to is, is ill or when you've had a bereavement or, or prayers to say before um, positive things as well, before a bris, before a wedding, before an engagement. So it's, it's kind just, of tools. It's not really a book. And it, is it a book? Or it's is a it? book of, of prayers. Oh, it's a book of prayers. Yes, but it's just, mm. it's written so beautifully. Um 
So yes. in every circumstance. Yes, anything a, you can imagine. Even the good circumstances. When a pet dies, just like yeah. anything possible. Okay. Yes, positive, and, uh, but it's just a really stunning, connecting book. Sounds fascinating. So what do you do for your own self-care? How do you give to yourself, Michelle? Um, I know it sounds corny, um, but when I'm working and when I'm running sessions involved in a packathon or when I know I'm helping a family, I'm in my element and I really feel like I'm feeding my soul. Um, so I kind of really feel I am giving to myself even when I'm working. Um, when I'm not working, I love traveling to different places, experiencing different cultures and countries and soaking in the beauty of what the world has to offer. I do get that how you give to yourself is by doing, because everyone always says you need to slow down, but sometimes the actual act of... Yeah, when I, think, I kind of stop, I kind of think, I, like, I just kind of, it's really hard, I kind of, now, now what? It's like... Yeah, it's there kind are of, certain personalities who just need to keep moving and... and well, they're saying that, um, Shabbos, I don't, I don't struggle kind of just sitting and just relaxing and being I do enjoy that as well so do you have time with your by yourself or do you always have visitors because I know you no no I do all different kinds of people <laughs> we do it's very different Michelle is the only people. person I know who hosts certain <laughs> there's lots of cure of organization but Michelle does that extra um we like it we like having interesting people characters yeah. over um no I, I'd also love just not having guests and just kind of just having family especially when my kids back come back from uni it's just lovely just to be together with the family so so Shabbos is kind of your day of rest just chilling yourself. yeah just chilling and sleeping what's your favorite Shabbos recipe um my son received uh, a bread machine for his bar mitzvah and um that's such a cool present it is a really cool present <laughs> did he ask for it or someone just thought of it um no someone thought of it that's so cool love that. um and i love using it to make colors but different types of colors mm. um granary color with seeds sun-dried tomatoes and olives yum i don't always get to make it but when i uh when i do i, I love that Can you give Absolutely. us one of the recipes and maybe i will <laughs> Yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. If you okay, the recipe. great. Thank you. This is definitely my favourite question. So who's your female role model and why? Um, so I'd say my mum is my role model. Um, my mum lost her sight some years ago, but I never heard her once complain. Never. She She was so positive and driven to achieve and was so giving um just a real inspiration wow that's very beautiful amazing mm. and what's your favorite quote um my favorite quote is by pablo picasso and it goes as follows the meaning of life is to find your gift the purpose of life is to give it away oh wow that's just perfect you should put it on the website. Yes, yeah. It's it not there already. But it is. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us as our first guest, Michelle. If people want to find out more about Gift, what you do and how to get involved, where should they go? So uh, probably best to look up our website, uh, which is www.jgift.org. So don't forget the J. Um and our Instagram, 
Facebook um, is Gift Charity. Um, or they can call us on 0208 457 4429 or email to info at jgift.org. Thank um, you, Michelle. We Thank look for, we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Please subscribe, like, and review the podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Women Wellness Wisdom. Thank you.